Hello and welcome. I am Dr. Lara May, a clinical pharmacist specializing in functional medicine, as well as a certified yoga teacher and Reiki master. I run a truly integrative health coaching practice, encompassing functional medicine lab testing, yoga and meditation, and a sprinkling of Reiki energy medicine. Join me here on Light Body Radio to break through your health plateau and come into alignment with your natural vitality. Lightbody family, and welcome back to another episode of Lightbody Radio. I am your host, Dr. Lara May, and it's been a while since I've come to you just as myself and no guests, and it is 2022. It's February. I hope everyone has had a fabulous new year, and today is actually Super Bowl Sunday is the day I'm recording this. And so I hope you're having a fun Super Bowl day and being around your friends and family, enjoying a football game. Or even if you're not on this beautiful Sunday, I hope you're having a fabulous time doing something fun and relaxing because I have something to confess about the way I entered into 2022. I full on began this year in the midst of burnout. I have been in transition between my my job, my old job and my new job. And then I have another job starting in March, which sounds like a lot. It sounds like I might still be ramping myself up for, for, for burnout. But I can tell you confidently that I took the month of January as not to um, show up here uh, for you because I needed a break because December, November and December were especially crazy for me in my life. I had a trip planned in November that was fantastic. But after that, as soon as I got back, it was go, 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 go. And it really didn't stop until, um, just last week. And when I came down with COVID, and I'm sure that uh, my body was susceptible to COVID because I still really had not slowed down. And so I really wanted to bring you some reflections and some messages of how to recognize yourself as you're approaching burnout. Maybe you're in the midst of it now, or maybe this is just your normal your normal stasis of life is go, 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 which mine often is. And it's something that I was definitely conditioned into uh, being raised on the East Coast of the United States. You know, I was raised that there are 24 usable hours in every day. And if you're not using all 24 of them, then you're wasting time and you're wasting your life. So um, my mind had as and has had for quite a while a million tabs open. And it seems like I'm always bouncing from one thing to another without really ever sitting down to complete anything. And so, you know, with the holidays being, you know, they're always hectic, but then there's COVID on top of that. And I work in a hospital. So there were, you know, um, it was busy on top of that. And then 
we have this, um, I would say we have this pandemic of mental health happening uh, with our healthcare workers too at this moment that I don't think is getting enough attention and airtime. And I will say that the company that I was working for definitely didn't take it seriously. I don't know if they're taking it seriously now, but we had an employee, a coworker of mine that left on a mental health leave. And, and I'm grateful for that person that they took those steps that they needed for themselves, but it just made the work environment that the rest of us were left in so much more stressful. And, and the asking of the corporation on the rest of us just didn't stop. And in some ways, some of us would say no, meaning like, no, I literally can't do it. And then we would be scheduled to do it anyway. And so when you find yourself in this cycle of go, 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 and maybe you are at that point where you're trying to set healthy boundaries for yourself, but either your family's not listening or your job is not listening or the relationship that you're in is just not listening, then something has to give. And either you have to speak up for yourself in a different way or maybe you have to set a firmer, more staunch boundary of walking away or you have to figure out a way that you can preserve your energy, your well-being, your mental health above all else. Because if you can't show up happy, healthy, you know, whole and... um restored, rested, all of these things, then you can't show up for other people if you can't show up for yourself. And so this is something that um, I know we've talked on this platform before and I've had guests on and I'll definitely put those links in the show notes if you want to go back and listen to the show that I had specifically with a burnout recovery expert. But this all just came to a head for me and it's the reason that I haven't been so present on this platform, my own podcast. Um, I'm actually doing a show on News for the Soul, which is another platform. I do that show twice a month. So I'm definitely still out here doing shows. So you can still catch me over on that platform at News for the Soul the first and third Thursday of every month at 11 a.m. Pacific time. And that's a similar platform, but it allows me to take more live callers and have more live uh, caller interactions. So I host live Q&As. I do um, intuitive spot readings live on the air. And so that's a really fun platform. And I'm interacting with a whole new audience, which I really love. So if you find me not so present on the Light Body Radio it's because I'm over on News for the Soul with my show, Light Body Healing, and doing lots of fun things over there. But um, I don't want this platform to go by the wayside because it's something that I started in order to bring you the messages that I feel like are important in our health and our healing and to really bring the message that our health and well-being is a holistic concept and and has to be a holistic approach. And what does that mean? So that means that we have to really be aware 
of what's going on in our minds. We have to really become aware of what's going on in our body. We have to really start to understand and take seriously the connection between our mind and our body, our thoughts. So what are what are the thoughts that we're thinking about ourselves, about our life, about our situations, about our relationships, all of those things, because the thoughts that we think tend to create our feelings and then our feelings tend to influence our actions. And so if we can slow down enough and at least give ourselves a daily container to reflect on those things, then we can even in hecticness, even in busyness, and even when we feel like we're being pulled in a million directions, we can at least have that small container, that small time of reflection and understanding. And we can still find growth and joy and expansion. And it actually allows us to rearrange our energy, rearrange our thoughts in a way that can create a more fulfilling life, more connections, and more healthy choices. And so this brings me to my word and my theme for 2022 which is choices and choosing. And so one of the things that I realized through my journey in December and January was that I was actually choosing. In a lot of ways, especially in December, I felt like I was in being the victim. So I was being, you know, asked to work all these extra shifts, all these extra hours, you know, unsupported all by myself in this environment. I didn't feel heard. I didn't feel listened to. And I was just really in in a victim mode and getting frustrated. And, and I'm sure a lot of you can relate to the feelings that come up when we're being victim or we're feeling victimized. And anyway, we feel out of control. We feel um, that we just don't have a lot of options. Maybe we feel cornered or pigeonholed or, um, again, just forced into doing something that we don't want to do. Or we feel like, uh, you know, that, well, I have to do this. This is my only option. And really, we are choosing to show up in that moment. And it's our choice to say yes or no. And even if the choice is to, you know, leave the relationship or leave the job or truly step away, that's a choice too. And so I had to get real with myself, with my life, with my, you know, financial um, stability and really come to terms with, is this what I want for is, you know, is, do I want to continue to allow myself to be pulled in all these different directions to be manipulated in this way? Even, you know, when I'm showing up and working in an environment that I don't necessarily agree with the approach and, and the way that, um, that healthcare is being performed in this environment. And so, um, my choice was to leave that environment, but it took a lot of other deliberate choosing in order for me to confidently make that choice. And so I encourage you this year or even in this moment to ask, what am I going to choose for myself for this year? We're still early on in the year. It's February. 
and we are, you know, uh, moving into spring soon. We're still in the depths of winter. And winter is a time of introspection and reflection. And so I encourage you, if you haven't already, this isn't about a New Year's resolution. This isn't about, um, you know, any resolution type of things. It's just about reflecting on the choices that you make every day in your life. You choose to wake up, you choose to, you know, show up for your kids, you choose to show up for your partner, you choose to go to work, you choose to, you know, buy food, what kind of food do you choose to buy? You choose to drink alcohol or not drink alcohol. You know, all of these things are choices. And, and until we become conscious participants in our lives, a lot, of t- a lot of this, if not all of it, can be very unconscious and just feel like going through the motions. And Joe Dispenza would say that it's all of these unconscious actions and experiences from our past that create our future which is true. And so this is one of the things that I really want to encourage you to sort of have this new awareness around is that in every single moment, you can choose to be aware, you can choose how you want to show up in that moment. And then by doing that, you get to also choose your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, and then therefore, the happy end result or the result that is occurring is also part of of your um, cascade of choices. And so I just want to bring you this message and I really encourage you to take into account these questions with some thoughtfulness and some pause and I just want to also um, bring a concept forward in this conversation that we're having. It's called decision fatigue. And decision fatigue is the idea that after making many decisions, your ability to make more and more decisions over the course of a day becomes worse or more compromised and more compromised. So the more decisions you have to make, the more fatigue you develop, mental fatigue more than anything. And studies have shown that when this happens, that our risk uh, versus benefit evaluation wanes, our, um, our, how do you say this? Um, your ability to avert risk wanes and you actually uh, start to make more and more maybe reckless decisions or um, less safe decisions over time. And this idea of decision fatigue is very prevalent in the health and wellness field, in the medical field, especially um, like in hospitals and in medical practices where, you know, every single patient you see within that patient, you have, you know, well over a dozen decisions to make regarding that patient. And then after you see a certain amount of people or like in my in my case as a pharmacist, a certain amount of orders or a certain amount of phone calls and, you know, consulting with nurses and doctors, you know, those um, your brain actually starts to become fatigued and the decisions that you're making become 
uh, less and less safe. And so this can be applied to many of our lives. It doesn't have to just be in the medical field. This uh, has also become a topic, a hot topic in um, airlines or even in backcountry winter travel, uh, or it doesn't have to be winter, any backcountry travel when we're outdoors, you know, after you're and under a certain amount of stress and you're making decision after decision after decision, then eventually your brain becomes fatigued and it stops weighing the gravity of consequences so greatly. And this is where errors happen. And so in the context of this concept of burnout, this is a is a perfect marriage because you know whether it's when you first wake up in the morning oh what am i going to have to drink what am i going to have to eat what am i going to feed my kids what am i going to wear to work what direction am i going to go like which you know way am i going to go to work oh is there traffic all of these things and you haven't even gotten to work yet and so then when you're at work then there's a million more decisions and then by the time excuse me, you've reached the end of your day, you're mentally exhausted. And there's still, you know, a million more decisions to make with, you know, what are you going to eat for dinner? What time are you going to go to bed? Are you going to watch TV? Are you going to meditate? Are you going to journal? You know, um, how are you going to help your kids with their homework? All of these different things. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, forgetful, tired, brain foggy, burnt out, disoriented, spacey, or even flaking out on things, and you don't even mean to, most likely you're suffering from decision fatigue and burnout. And so I just want this to be an opportunity for you to evaluate where you are right now, because we're just at the beginning of the year. So if we look at all of the, you know, each day is one time block of a, of a year, but, you know, even the year itself, you, we could look at it from a, of a space of burnout and decision fatigue. And in theory, at the beginning, we're supposed to feel refreshed and, and optimistic, and motivated, and excited, and all of these things refreshed, restored. But if we're already starting the beginning of the year like I did from a place of total burnout and exhaustion, then how are we going to really meet all those aspirations and goals that we had for ourselves in 2022? And so this is another reason why I chose the word and the theme of choosing. So I had to step back and reevaluate the choices that I was making for myself and how they were affecting my entire life. And so I encourage you to do the same at this point. Hopefully you're not at the point where I was of total burnout and decision fatigue and exhaustion. But if you are, then that's okay. Because it's important that we acknowledge where we are. If we just keep buzzing past and ignoring and trying to cover up where we actually are, then that doesn't allow us the space to heal. And one of the biggest aspects of healing is recognition and acknowledgement. And so the first step of any um, change or healing journey is awareness. And so again, this, the whole point of this is to 
say hello and happy new year. And I'm so great to be back. I'm so happy to be back with you, but to also um, get real. Let's get real together and acknowledge where we are, acknowledge, you know, what we're doing, what we're choosing, how we're being and how we're showing up for ourselves in our lives and say, okay, it is what it is. Great. But now what can I do different? What can I do better? What do I want to change? What do I like about what I've been doing? But what do I want to change and how can I change it? And doing all this with love and compassion and non-judgment and, you know, just creating the space for growth. That's what this life is all about, right? Is it's not about being perfect, but it's about um, growing and enjoyment and joy and love and fun and adventure and all these things. But uh, in order to really have those things, we have to be present. We have to be aware. So, One of the things that I've learned in terms of my personal burnout recovery is to take my list of things of to do and break it down into smaller approachable um, tasks. So what I like to do is every week on a Sunday or a Monday, I will sit down and I'll write down my entire list of all the things that, uh, number one, I need to get done. So like errands or bills to be paid or projects to finish up. And then and then on top of that, all the things that I want to do. So maybe I want to go hiking. I want to go snowboarding. Uh, Maybe my husband and I are going to go on a trip. Um, Any of those things. I put it all on a list. And then from there, I divide the list up throughout the week. And I never put more than three to five things on any given day. So the max amount of in terms of like tasks to get done is five. And studies have shown that uh, our brain like I said before, in terms of the decision fatigue can only handle so much. And so in order to maximize our productivity and maximize our feeling of accomplishment and to lessen the burnout and to lessen the stress, we need to simplify. And so three to five things And sometimes if I'm working on a big creative project, I will set aside two hour blocks of uninterrupted time to work on just that creative project. So like if I'm working on writing a book and I want to, um, you know, make sure that I get my number of words in per day, then I will sit down and I will have two hours uninterrupted phone in the other room, you know, all the um, notifications and all the distractions on my laptop off. And I will just commit two hours to writing. And now this can also be like with any other project that you're working on, two hours 
why two hours and why uninterrupted? Because it has been also shown in different studies that even the most minor distraction, like if you're, let's say you're working on something and you're in the zone and you feel like you're, you know, you're flowing along, you're in the groove and you get even a minor distraction of, let's say, a notification on your laptop or your phone, or maybe it's a full on phone call that totally takes you out and it can take up to 25 minutes to half an hour to get back in the zone. And so if you think about that, that is time wasted and effort expended that takes away from your productivity. So I, um, going back to the three to five things per day only, I cap it at that. And then your two hour time block for bigger projects or creative projects that you're working on and making sure that that time is uninterrupted. And then also to give yourself time to like do the mundane things and put a limit on it so that you don't get sucked into doing something that really drains your energy for, you know, more time than than you like, let's say like going through your email, like none of us really like going through emails. It's super mundane and time-consuming, but it has to be done, right? I mean, that's how most of us communicate. So give yourself like, I don't know, an hour a day or like an hour every other day to go through your email, whatever it is for you, but put that in your calendar also. And so the other thing that I like to utilize is the, the calendar system. And so I will schedule out like this, the two-hour block I talk about, And then I'll look at those three to five things that I need to get done. And depending on what they are and how they fit, you know, I will put them into a calendar. So I know that I've allowed myself plenty of time and, and plenty of space to get everything that I want done, but also like have time for fun, free time for spontaneity, for adventures and, um, and just feeling more at ease and less, frazzled, less distracted, less pulled in a million different directions. So the goal here is clarity and simplification. And so I'm going to leave you with that today. And I hope again that you're having a fabulous new year, a fabulous February. I'm looking forward to bringing you more content, more episodes, more guests. Make sure you catch up with me over on News for the Soul and join my show, Light Body Healing, on the first and third Thursday of every month at 11 a.m. Pacific time. And of course, there's always replays, but if you want to call in live and ask me a question or receive a live free intuitive reading, then that's where you'll find me and that's where you're able to do that. Also too, if you are looking for a functional medicine practitioner, I'm your gal. So go over to drlaramay.com forward slash services to sign up for a health discovery session and find out how functional medicine can really help you get to the root of your chronic conditions, of your inflammation, and how you can really start feeling better and healing instead of, um, you know, taking part in Band-Aid medicine, which is what most 
Western medicine is. And anything else? Let's see, intuitive readings and um, intuitive healing sessions that can also be found at drlaramay.com forward slash services. I encourage you to get curious, to create space for yourself for reflection, and to get deliberate with your choices. What choices are you making? What do you want to choose for yourself in this year? What are you choosing for yourself this month? And how will that affect your choices for the coming months? So as always, I am Dr. Lara May. I am happy and excited to be here with you. I love interacting and hearing your feedback and knowing what can I do to serve you? How can I show up for you? And what do you need? And what do you want to know more about? So head on over to any of my social media, Facebook, Instagram, at Dr. Lara May, D-R-L-A-R-A-M-A-Y. I'm also on Clubhouse, and I'm going to be doing more live shows on Clubhouse too. So head on over there, same, Dr. Lara May, and I will see you all soon at the next episode of Light Body Radio.